up, everybody? You are now tuned into the So Dope Podcast, and I'm your host, Alex Chadwick. What's happening? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Man, we are um, we are on like what? This is like the second or third night of consecutive podcasting. Um, I got a a a, a eventful show for you today. Um. You know, I tried to get my my wife on the show tonight again. You know what I'm saying? It's like pulling shark teeth out of a shark's mouth. Uh, It's like, you know, I don't know why she's so apprehensive to come on the show. And, you know, because she she tells me to do stuff all the time and I do it. No questions asked. But when I tell her to come on to the show and talk about some of the stuff that we always talk about, she don't be feeling it. So anyways, hopefully one day. Y'all gonna be able to hear uh, the, the the beautiful uh, Tiffany on the show talking about some topics and uh, you know doing a little round robin about some of the things that we talk about every day because I think her perspective is very valuable. So I want to share that on my show. But let's see what happens. As always, I want to start off the show real quick by saying thank you to all of my listeners, people across the world and in the United States. I truly, truly thank y'all for that. This is not a monetized um, podcast, so I really thank y'all for listening. Um, I thank you for sharing. And as always, if you have 120 seconds of your life, I need you to like share and subscribe to this podcast if you're on a platform that allows you to do a review please do that for your boy um what else with the podcast oh like i said in the last show as many listeners that i have on this show my 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 social media does not equal to the same so i got new social media things that i just started you know over the past few months and and honestly one within the past few days so anyways if you can please go to my social media you can follow me on twitter at podcast soul that's p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s-o-u-l podcast soul on twitter and if you are on instagram just go in the search bar type in soul dope podcast all one word and you should see my handsome face pop up in a profile picture and follow that page um I know I mentioned that I wasn't monetized, but I figured that I don't like commercials. However, I think this is a good opportunity for me to help people out that have online and small businesses. So what I did was I decided to reach out on my Facebook and social media and ask people who has online businesses or products that they sell or services that they have and submit them to me. Um, because I want to plug them on my show. I definitely want to promote those businesses on my show for free. And of course they got to talk about the show. They got to share the show, you know? Um, and what we're doing over here at the soul dope podcast, but I figured that was a better way for me to give back, uh, instead of just running, you know, probably commercials on this show that I don't even care about. So there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to hear coming up. I'm going to mention some products. I'm going to mention some services. Um, and that's my way of giving back to people um, in small businesses and ha- that have online services and businesses as well. So without further ado, I'm not even going to keep this. Listen, your boy Bill Gates is a B-I-S-H. Is that, is that right? Yeah, your boy Bill Gates. Man, let's talk about him. Now, I'm going to preface this because uh, Tori and... Um, Tori and Sylvia, I hope y'all listening to this show. I just ran across this article today. 
what's the day? Thursday, Thursday, February 11th. I think this was on CSNBC. And I'm going to read you the headline. The headline says, Bill Gates says bioterrorism and climate change are the next biggest threats after the pandemic. Now, if anybody been following this guy, this mf I'm going to try not to curse in this episode, I promise you. If anybody been following this mf if you look back, he had a video back in 2015. I think it was a TED talk where he talked about the pandemic and how or he talked about a pandemic being a threat and how states and countries just wasn't ready for it with the United States in particular. <clears throat> and here we are in the middle of a pandemic. And he didn't say if he said when this happens and when this occurs, he was referring to the pandemic uh, It's going to be hell to pay. So here we are in 2020, 2021. And we dealing with this pandemic. Now, my thing is this. Look, y'all, you know, people that know me know I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a conspiracy theorist where I say like, you know, 9-11 didn't happen or what's her name? Marjorie Green or whatever. I'm not I'm not to me. I'm not cuckoo like that. I'm basing this off of the observation that I can actually see. And what I'm trying to tell y'all is why isn't anyone asking why this MF is always involved in these world affairs the way he is can anybody answer that question yeah he's a multi-billionaire right he's a so-called philanthropist you know he has funded education programs um that didn't work out by the way our curriculums um and he did and he he's he's funded vaccinations and things in a in the name of healthcare for a long time in many other countries now, one of the things, if anybody's familiar with what I'm talking about, the 2015 TED Talk that he did, if anybody's familiar with that, he was talking about population control. Oh, boy, here we go. So do not turn me off. This is not um, one of those rabbit holes that I'm going to go down to make you think that I'm crazy because I'm not. This comes out of his mouth. And they talked about population control and they talk about this, you know, the the, the populations of certain countries and, and continents that are steadily growing and maybe growing too fast. He focused a little bit on the continent of Africa. Right. This is the thing that pisses me off of this man when he talked about how they're going to kind of um, what do you call it? To mitigate the the population, the 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 overgrowth of the population of the world, he mentioned two things. He mentioned vaccinations and he mentioned nutrition. <laughs> and the funny thing about this TED talk is that this, this guy, it's like he was talking in a way that it's just so weird. It was like, he was talking in a way that it was kind of clever. Like if you were listening, you would thought that he was saying the most brilliant stuff ever, but he really wasn't in my opinion. You know, I'm not no Bill Gates, you know, but when he says nutrition and vaccinations, I'm listening to that. Right. Even to the point where he where he thinks that that, yeah, you know, we got to give these mothers this. Um, this kind of nutrition or this kind of health care, like who told you who gave you the right, bro? Right. And then saying, well, you know, um, you know, he doesn't believe that certain families should have this certain amount of children like who gave you who gave you like i'm telling y'all bill gates is playing god in a sense and if you haven't done your research on him and and the bill and melinda gates foundation and how this man is tied up in the legislation 
He's tied up in our government. He's tied up in our pharmaceutical industries. He's tied up in our, um, what do you call it? Agriculture industry. Y'all just don't understand. And for some people, they think I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. Like y'all go research this stuff yourself. See, here's the thing. I think some people just really don't want to say, you know what? This is interesting. And it raises my eyebrows. I really think people just don't want to deal with that. So here he is right now talking his, you know what? Right. And saying that the next thing is going to be, uh, you know, we got, you know, he's calling out the threats of bioterrorism and climate change. Now, time will tell, you know, time is going to tell what is actually going to happen. But mark my word, this is what is this? February 11th. I guarantee you. Actually, yeah. So uh, look, it mentions it in the article right here in 2015, the TED Talk titled The Next Outbreak. We're not ready. Gates said an infectious virus was a greater risk to humanity than nuclear war. These people not trying to let us up out of this. It's like now they got us. The stronghold is here. It's like, let's just keep moving the goalposts. Let's just keep moving the, po the goalposts. You know, oh, now we got these new variants, right? Oh, well, you know, we here, you can get the coronavirus vaccination. We don't have enough vaccinations. Oh, even though you got the first one, you might not get the second one. And da 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 da. Right? This is crazy. This is crazy to me. But nobody, and when I say nobody, I'm only talking about people that's walking around in the world, not thinking about what the hell is going on in the world. And not questioning what you're seeing in front of you. I'm talking to those people. I like to call them regular ass Americans sometimes because some people are just not thinking about this. But my encouragement here on this show is not to make you think that I'm crazy, not to make you go down some rabbit hole per se, but to ask the simple question. I'm all about critical thinking. Why is Bill Gates always, 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 always involved with world affairs when it comes to pandemics, when it comes to the pharmaceutical industry? When it comes to food and nutrition and all the 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 engagement that goes along with it across the world. No. Why y'all not asking it? Bill Gates, Elon Musk, all these people that are out here talking. Right. And giving their perspective and spending their money and telling us, well, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. Just ask the simple question. Why? Why is it those people? Why is it? Why is it? Why is it them? Why are they always involved? There's a common denominator here if y'all haven't figured it out yet. But anyways, again, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole. I'm just throwing the information out there for y'all to figure it out for y'all damn selves. Now, on to other news. There was a terrorist attack this week as well in Minnesota, uh, Minnesota. What is going on here? Minnesota shooting suspect charged with murder as complaint as complaint details, gruesome attack. Apparently this guy went in some clinic and killed one person wounding four others. Right. And it looks like it was a 67 year old Gregory Oldrich. Uh, and not only did he kill one person and injure four, this dude detonated two explosive devices as well. Right. So he went in, he killed, I, I still want more details on this, but he went in, he killed, he shot some people, set off some um, explosive devices, and then he calls 911, right? He calls 911, 
He surrenders to the police. And this is where we are today. <sighs> condolences to the people that lost their lives. Condolences to the people that uh, to the, condolences to the person that lost their life. Condolences to the people that were hurt, uh, critically injured in this and the people that were traumatized by this event. Um, you know, I apologize for that, uh, that this, I don't know what to call him. I say terrorist, uh, decided to have it in his head to go into this clinic and shoot those people from the reports though. It says that he actually threatened staff before all of this happened. I, th I don't know how, how far in advance, but they did say that he did threaten, uh, staff at that clinic before. And, 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 and just looking at it, you just never know what's going to happen when it's going to happen. I think I mentioned in the last show about the pranker who got killed. I carry a gun every day, everywhere I go, everywhere I go, I carry a gun. Um, I'm not saying that's for everybody, but I think when you look at what's going on in the world and you see the uncertainty of when you're in these transitional spaces like clinics and supermarkets and malls and stuff like that. And things are just happening. And it's pretty shocking, pretty appalling. So I know the media is reporting it, but they're not, you know, it's not one of those things where, where they're just dragging it through the media. And again, this goes into the media cycle. Like some people don't understand that. Like if there's a media cycle, if there's a cycle going on in the media and it don't fit the narrative. It's not going to get the play. It's not going to get the, the 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 notice. It's just not. So, in my opinion, I don't think that this particular story fits the narrative for right now. Morgan Wallen. I just learned about this guy, and uh, apparently, he is a a good country singer. I listened to some of his music. I'm not a country fan, but uh, his music was pretty good. But apparently he uh, he's he he did a Instagram video where he has stopped. Uh, he wants his fan to stop defending him for using a racial slur and that he said he fully accepts any penalties that he's faced. I'm going to get a man kudos. I'm going to give 100 percent kudos. I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. And here's why. Because we know that there are people that are racist in the world. But more importantly, there are people in the right wing media who is going to come to this man's defense. I'm sorry. But this man has enough integrity. He has enough common sense to say, you know what? I accept the responsibility is that I'm facing for using the N word. Now, granted, he comes out, he talks about, you know, he was at the end of a 72 hour binger or whatever, a bender. Um, and and he, he's sorry for that. And it's something that he's not proud of. But the fact that he could come out and take responsibility for that, that's huge. That's huge. And not only did he take responsibility, but listen, the fact that he's telling his fans to not defend him is that's where I was. He won me at that because he knows how this celebrity game works. Right. He knows how social media works. He knows how this how this stuff works and that people are going to come out in droves to his aides because what? He's a white man and he's a country singer. Right. And he probably is on the right in some in, in, in some instances or maybe all instances. But he knows the polarization of the country. And that's why he said what he said. So shout out to him. I mean, apparently this this didn't he was dropped by his label, but apparently this didn't 
hinder record sales and stuff like that. So, you know, let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see how this man comes out of this. You know, I'm not going to condone him using it, but I think his career is salvageable. I really do. I mean, I don't think this is the end for him. He probably thinks it is, but I don't think it is. He said he let so many people down. It seems like he got a little bit of remorse for it, but he's taking full responsibility for it. Right. He's taking full responsibility. So I appreciate that with him. Um, Prosecutors charged man, 95 years old with first degree murder. What? 95 years old. And and he 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 shot a person. Let me see. This happened in. Is this Lafayette, Colorado or something like that? Hold on. So anyways, he's been charged. 95 year old man for first degree murder in an assisted living shooting. Here's the crazy thing about that. Yesterday, y'all heard me talking about um, the woman, the little angry elderly white woman that spit in the black caretaker's face. Right. Let me tell y'all something. I when I seen that video, I'm like, this little woman is evil, very evil. Now I don't know why this man shot this person. Apparently, he shot him in the head and killed him. Caregiver. Now, out of, now, 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 this is what I want y'all to think. I know people that's been listening. You may get tired of me using death as a reference to the coronavirus, right? But I try to tie that in where I am because of the fear that people are living in. Let's just say, I don't know this for sure, but let's just say that person took their vaccination. They're so concerned about the coronavirus as they're working inside of an assisted living facility. And the person that they're taking care of and the person that is apparently so vulnerable to the coronavirus shoots them in the effing head and kills them. As I always say, you don't know when you're going to go. So don't live in fear over this coronavirus. And I got a really cool story at the end of this show about the coronavirus. So I always got to tie that in, please. Uh, I feel sorry. I mean, what are you going to do with a 95-year-old man in prison? What are you going to do? I think they should. Nah, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> I'm not even going to say that. I don't know what you're going to do with a 95-year-old man in jail. I don't even know how they're going to house him, what they're going to do. Like, I guess if you're going to leave this earth and you want to be a, a killer, then I guess you should probably wait till you're 95 and living in a um, an assisted living facility because that's the only way that you're going to somewhat get away with it. But I think that when he leaves his earth, he's got he got to answer to that, in my opinion and in my belief. But we ain't going to get into all that. Anyways... Um, they formally charged a man with first degree murder after he allegedly, now they're saying allegedly, shot and killed an employee last week at the Lafayette assisted facility in which he lived. Um, this was in Colorado, actually. Uh, apparently, he was given a computer so that he can follow along with a live transcription of, he- of the hearing because he's, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, because he's hard of hearing. So here this man is. He got some court dates, man. So the person that was killed, they didn't even identify who it is that was killed. So all I'm saying is based on the story that I did yesterday and based on this story today, if you work in an assisted living facility, you need to increase your vigilance. You understand me? Increase your village, increase your vigilance because you don't know who the hell you around and what the hell you dealing with. Right. 
Now, I want to talk a little bit about Derek Chauvin. I just saw an article from TheRoot.com. It says Derek Chauvin agreed to a 10-year prison sentence for George Floyd's murder before the deal was quashed. And, 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 and they say this is very interesting, right? So let me see if I can find this in the, uh, let me see if I can find this in the, in the, in the article here. Uh, it says the report revealed an interesting detail that Chauvin would likely be serving a sentence of more than 10 years right now, if not for an early plea deal being quashed by then attorney general, William Barr. Now, According to this report, according to this particular article, William Barr was like, nah, 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 nah. You're not about to strike no deal for no 10 years, bro. Because he felt Barr, uh, 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 Attorney General Barr felt like that wasn't even enough. That was he, he felt like that's a smack in the face to the community and the people that have been. Uh, tirelessly protesting against police brutality. So shout out to William Barr for that. Because if he would have took that plea deal, this man was going to prison and we never hear of him again. So shout out to William Barr for that, because that is huge to plea on a 10, uh, on a 10 year prison sentence for killing someone. Come on, man. And then and then I don't even have the story up, but I saw it earlier. Uh, what's his name? Tucker Carlson. Apparently he's on. Oh, you know, when I start talking about Tucker Carlson and I start talking about Candace Owens, they piss me off so bad. But Tucker Carlson is now on his Fox network talking about. Right. Um, that George Floyd didn't die at the hands of Derek Chauvin. Let's say he didn't. I, I said this in the show many, many, many episodes ago. Let's say George Floyd did not. Right. Let's say he did not die from asphyxiation from Derek Chauvin's knee. Let's just say. And he died from an overdose. If you cannot look at those at that video of Derek Chauvin kneeling on this man's necks with his hands in his pocket and how inhumane that was then you really got some stuff that you really, 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 really need to work out with yourself spiritually and mentally. Period. I don't know how else to explain that. But what you get, you get these personalities that all they want to do is they want to come out, right? They want to they, they, they make these claims. They want to get people to the point, you know, the best thing you can do to, to, to make, to, to, to get rid of something or a story is to just, Try to devalue that person, devalue the story. They don't want to talk about how he was abused as a human being. They don't want to talk about Derek Chauvin and how much of an asshole he actually is. They don't want to talk about the conduct of the police. There's a reason for that. His job is to defend right wing, somewhat conservative views, especially when it comes to law enforcement and the police. You can't write that wrong, bro. You can't write that wrong. There's a lot of folks that are on your team that know what happened. They know what happened. But yet they still go with your narrative. So this is, you know, it is it is what it is. You know, I, I'm glad that William Barr pretty much stepped in, intervened with that. And now we may have some kind of justice. 
for this incident, I ain't never going to stop talking about George Floyd. And it looks like, to be honest, it looks like they're really trying to devalue this man's character. And I'm not saying he's a superhero. And they're trying to devalue the way or trying to take light off of how this man, I mean, the method in which he actually died. So shout out to William Barr for that. Um, on to other news when it comes to uh, white privilege. The judge denies the prosecutor motion to rearrest Kyle Rittinghouse. Now, if you ain't been watching the news lately, apparently the boy went missing, right? He popped back up and he was at apparently another location. He didn't report his address, which was or his new address or where he was going, which was the conditions of his bond release. So a prosecutor was like, yo, let's put that boy back in jail. It was denied by a judge, basically. This infuriates me, man, because knowing having some direct knowledge about a certain business that I'm around, something like this would have happened to somebody else. I don't think it I don't think I'm pretty sure the judge would be like, oh, yeah, you need to you need to go and put that warrant out for him and let him come on back up in jail. I don't even want to go down the rabbit hole of the whole Kyle Rittinghouse thing, but there's a there's a chance, just a slight chance that we could be living in two different Americas. Where people are allowed to do things and aren't treated equal in certain systems and institutions. I'm just saying. So I don't know where he is now, um, but he got out on a two million dollar bond. So the crowd surfing GoFundMe or whatever the hell it was, they got they raised real money, two hundred thousand dollars to get this boy out of jail. You hear me? Two hundred thousand dollars what's that's 10 percent of a two million dollar bond and that's what happens or that's what happened i'm gonna leave it at that man i'm gonna leave it at that Kyle, you know hmm. i'm not gonna say much about it i'm gonna leave it the way it is and i'm gonna, I'm gonna just let it roll if y'all don't know the story please go look it up and finally there is an interesting story here in the New York Post. It says all the COVID-19 particles in the world could fit in a Coke can, a scientist say. Mm, mm, mm. Now, this is what I'm interested in. It says that all the COVID-19 virus particles spreading death and misery around the world will fit into a single Coke can. Can y'all understand what that says it mean? A Coke can. Now, listen, this 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 article is bizarre. Please don't get on here and come on here. Listen to this thinking I'm I'm 100 percent believing what I just talked about. I'm just bringing the story up. Right. Because it's interesting. But I would hope, you know, you got to think about it. if it's causing that. much. let's just say, you know, all of this is real. Right. If this is what's causing all the havoc in the world, and it can land in a Coke can. You know how devastating that is. That is completely devastating. But they say all it takes is one little, you know, particle of the virus and it can wreak havoc and it can mutate. So we got some things to work out with this coronavirus. I'm going to do a special show where I'm talking about the coronavirus vaccines. But right now we got to get it how we live. We got to survive. We got to just keep going. So I might just start traveling the world with a damn Coke can. <laughs> Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Look at that while I'm laughing. But anyways, I might just start traveling the world with a damn Coke can in my hand. 
trying to, you know, pouring the coke out, trying to collect all these damn, um, what do you call it? The, the virus particles, basically. But it's an interesting study. If you haven't seen it, just Google it. It's called, uh, just say, you know, Coke can COVID-19 virus. So it should be there, but this is a New York Post article. Um, all right, folks, that's all. Like, this is all I got for today as far as articles that I wanted to talk about today. I'm sorry it took me so long to do it, but we got there. If you haven't heard of these stories, go look them up yourself. Um, and you should get more details on them and, and more commentary. But hey, like always, again, I appreciate y'all listening. If you have 120 seconds, go like, subscribe and share this podcast, man. Um, I'm trying to put a little bit more current event stories in there, but I do have guests lined up for the show. I cannot wait to get guests on this show because I've been doing all the podcasting by myself, which I don't mind. But I think it's time to get some interaction in there, baby. So. Without further ado, I hope everybody is staying safe and going into the weekend the right way. And I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of the Soul Dope Podcast. Peace.